Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Bonjour. Here we are again. Fancy meeting you here. (laughs) Oh, Let's talk about A Course in Miracles. Let's dive in so deep that we wake up. We totally wake up. Today my topic is the healing power of being truly helpful. And I'm excited to talk about this, share about this, see what we can discover. So let's begin with a breath of love and gratitude and a blessing. We're grateful to attune to the high vibration of our own holiness. We're already as holy as holy can be. We're already perfect. We can't become more perfect. So we're willing to recognize this is the truth of our being, and this is the truth of our brothers and sisters. We are grateful. We are thankful to allow ourselves to fully, consciously remember the truth. We're partnering up with that higher Holy Spirit self and we're allowing ourselves to dive deeply into the mind of God. Our very own mind is the mind of God. So we're looking to know ourselves more fully and completely as the perfect love that we already are. So grateful, so thankful to let the healing be. We let the healing be And we share the benefits with our brothers and sisters because we are eternally one with them. In grace and gratitude, we say yes. We say yes to infinite wholeness, infinite peace, and pure love. And so it is. Amen. 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 Ah, so very good. Thank you for joining in with me. I'm grateful. Yes, so topic today, as I said, is the healing power of being truly helpful. And this is something I know an awful lot about. Now, I did not know the phrase about being truly helpful and that truly helpful prayer in the Course that is so valuable to us. It's so transformative. It's really worth learning. I know I talk about it a lot. Sorry if it bugs you (laughs) that I'm talking about it again, but it's life-changing. It's really life-changing. So the truly helpful prayer is the one that is, if you've got the FIP version It is the uh, one on page 28. And I call this our purpose prayer uh, because it, it to me is our life purpose to be truly helpful. And it comes right at the end of pair, excuse me, section five of chapter two. Section 5 of Chapter 2. It's the very last paragraph of that section where it says, You can do much on behalf of your own healing and that of others if, in a situation calling for help, you think of it this way. I'm here only to be truly helpful. I'm here to represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do, because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. Now, when I recite this and say this, I adjust it somewhat, make some language adjustments, and it goes like this. 
I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent the one who sent me. I don't have to worry about what to say or what to do or where to go or when to go because the one who sent me will direct me. I'm content to be wherever spirit wishes, knowing God goes there with me. I am healed, and I let God teach me to heal. So minor adjustments really for the language, the uh, gender-specific language, I prefer to say the one instead of him. I don't think of God as a him. I don't think of the Holy Spirit as a him. In fact, to me, the Holy Spirit feels very feminine in nature. And I understand why Jesus uses this language. And I feel comfortable making this change. Now, as I've also said many times here in this podcast, My friend David Hoffmeister told me a long time ago that when he was first practicing A Course in Miracles, he would say this prayer every time he went through a doorway. Even if he went from the bedroom to the bathroom, he would say this prayer. It takes seconds, does not even take a minute, and it is so worth getting in the habit of doing it again and again and again. So I encourage you to work on this, really, truly. To work on remembering what this prayer is. This is our purpose prayer. In our Power of Love ministry community, we have many things that we're doing every day. For those who are interested, they can join in or not sometimes or every day, whatever you feel like doing. And one of the things that we have started doing is we do a uh, about a 15-minute prayer meditation time each morning where we gather together and we say a violet flame prayer to heal everything and everyone of all illusions and delusions. And then we meditate for 10 minutes in the silence, knowing that the healing has occurred, that the transformation has occurred. And then at the end, we close it out with a truly helpful prayer. And uh, it's a beautiful way of anchoring our day. So for me, it's my, uh, it's between, it's about 7.45 in the morning that we do it. And so it's uh, just a wonderful way to join together in community. And if you have a prayer partner, I encourage you to do that. One of the foundations of our Power of Love ministry programs is having prayer partners, having um, a committed prayer partner. So, so helpful to us. I have a group of prayer partners that I've had since 1997. And uh, that those relationships and our group connection, as well as our individual connections, is so profound. That's why I set these up in uh, our Masterful Living, Finding Freedom, in our uh, key programs in Masterful Living. Speaking of key programs, uh, I'm just going to take a moment here to mention the Miracle Circles. Uh, I am starting a new program at the Power of Love Ministry called Miracle Circles. It's for people who are practicing A Course in Miracles, not just studying it, but actually practicing it, putting it into their day-to-day experience, who would like to gather with other like-minded souls on Zoom and discuss the practical application of A Course in Miracles. So this is, to me, a much more refined application, practice, and study of A Course in Miracles. So 
that program is getting ready to launch. We're going to start with some beta groups that are um, being facilitated by people that I've trained uh, very carefully. And we're pretty excited about it. Of course, it's free. (laughs) And we're going to be expanding it. What Spirit has showed me is that we could have a Miracle Circle meeting every hour of every day. So we're starting out with just four circles, and uh, we're going to be expanding it out and training more facilitators to do this beautiful, beautiful work. Because when we practice together, when we come together for the purpose of practicing and truly living A Course of Miracles, it is so powerful, so, so powerful. So uh, one of the things you can do is you can stay tuned to this podcast, to the events page at jenniferhadley.com, to livingacourseofmiracles.com. And we're getting ready to launch it. So stay tuned because we only have four circles and each circle can only take eight people. So it's going to fill up super quick. Uh, But we'll have a waiting list and let you know as we add more circles. Uh, And it's very exciting. This is something I have been working on for years, years and years (laughs) Sometimes it takes a while to find the right folks to anchor a program and really follow through on things. And we have, and it's beautiful. And I'm so excited, so, so very excited to be able to offer this extra level of support. As I said, my prayer partners have been so vital to me. And we, since the pandemic, we started meeting twice a week. We used to meet once a week. Now we meet twice a week. We meet on Zoom. And it's so wonderful to get to see each other and to connect and and have a deep, deep connection and conversation with zero judgment. Zero. It's beautiful. We don't give each other advice. We don't tell each other what to do. We don't, it's it's just 100% joyful and positive. So that's the kind of thing that we're creating at Power of Love Ministry. And I'm so happy to be able to invite you to join us. Living a truly helpful life, making that decision to live that way is life-changing. It truly is life-changing. It is how we can practice both the first and the second characteristic of the teachers of God. So the first characteristic, as you may know, is trust, putting our trust and faith in spirit rather than in our own ideas, opinions, and rather than our experience in the past our history. So the first characteristic of the teachers of God is trust. And what Jesus tells us is this is the foundation for the teacher of God. Everything else, all other nine characteristics and everything else rests upon being able to trust spirit, to trust inspiration, to trust guidance. And because that's the truth of it, this is why in my programs, we're focused on building a deep, abiding trust and faith. And it's challenging. There's no question about that. And for some people, it's way more challenging than others. Because some people have been uh, intensely victimized and abused in their life, you know, people who, for instance, you, you you may not think about this, and this is one of the things that I find with many spiritual students is uh, we, and I used to do this all the time, is I used to think, well, we're all alike on so many levels, and certainly on a spiritual level, and so we all have about the same degree 
of difficulty with certain things. It just is all about whether or not we're willing. And yes, that is true. And still, our the, the willingness that we bring is different person to person. Resistance and reluctance was one of my biggest challenges. And it, what was I resisting? I was resisting trusting spirit. I was resisting letting go of my opinions and my judgments because I really thought that they were who I was, that my identity was formed around these judgments. And in fact, that was true. My false identity was formed around those judgments, but my true identity is not. So in order for me to access my true identity, I need to leave behind the identification with the false identity, the one who's opinionated and judgmental and sarcastic and all those things that I used to be much more of than I am now, particularly the sarcasm. Oh, my gosh, I used to be so sarcastic. Oh, crazy. Now, not so much. And I'm so grateful because it almost used to be like uh, I couldn't stop it. it just come blurting out of my mouth. And I'd get into all kinds of trouble for my sarcastic remarks. Ah, the not-so-good old days. (laughs) So, trust is required for us to do this healing work. And one of the things that we develop using the truly helpful prayer as our purpose prayer, is it helps us to remember that being in trust, trusting spirit, is part of our purpose. It's going to help us live our purpose. Then the second characteristic of God's teachers is called honesty. And what Jesus tells us is that Honesty is actually consistency. It's the ability to be divinely disciplined and to be consistent. So in other words, if I say I'd like the peace of God, let me make the choices that are consistent with choosing peace. If I say I'd like the peace of God, then these judgments, these opinions, these complaints taking offense, being offended, becoming hurt and jealous and all of these things that disturb our peace is not consistent. They are not consistent with being at peace. So honesty equals consistency in Jesus' teaching. And that being consistent, if I'm saying that truly helpful prayer, As my life purpose prayer, every day, multiple times a day, like David Hoffmeister going in and out of the doorway, then I'm developing that consistency. Am I not? Of course I am. I'm reminding myself throughout the day, that this is my purpose and it's important for me to be consistent about living my purpose and I can and I can calls me back to center calls me back to my heart so these two characteristics of God's teachers are what we are developing they're the muscles in a sense, the spiritual muscles that we are strengthening when we are choosing to be truly helpful. Now, one of the things that I have found is developed by practicing that truly helpful purpose prayer is that 
it builds that divine discipline. I'm looking for how can I be truly helpful? And if I understand that being truly helpful means I am representing the one who sent me. And I don't have to wonder or worry about what to say. I don't have to wonder or worry about what to do or where to go or when to go. All of that will be given to me. As it says in the prayer, I don't have to worry or wonder what to say or do because the one who sent me will direct me. To me, it's a huge relief that I do not have to figure out how to be truly helpful. I have to be willing. I have to be attuned to a higher vibration. So when the guidance is being given to me, which it is always being given 24-7, like in the eternal live stream, I can be attuned to it if I'm a vibrational match. So what is the vibrational match? I'm interested in being loving. I'm interested in being loving. I am willing to be loving. Teach only love, for that is what you are. So that's how we can be truly helpful, is to be loving. And we can be loving even with people we don't like. I do it on a regular basis. Of course there are people in my life that I don't like. I don't like their personality. That's all there is. I don't like their personality. Their personality might have, you know, show up in my experience as being pushy or belligerent or um attacking. I I don't have to like their personality in order to love them and be loving towards them. Now, of course, as an aside, it's extremely helpful, and to me it's part of being truly helpful, to recognize that we we are not interested in being in codependent relationships. We're interested in being in holy relationships. This is so important because spiritual students often think that being loving is letting people take advantage of us and be disrespectful and unkind to us. And that's not the case. And it's not ever going to be the case. That we we need to tune in and ask Spirit for guidance because the one who sent us will direct us. So let's tune in and ask for guidance. Not try to go it alone. Not try to figure it out alone. To, we don't have to wonder or worry what to say or what to do because the one who sent us will direct us. So in the moment of feeling out of sorts with someone, we can go to spirit and say, what am I to, to do here? What am I to say here? I'm only interested in being truly helpful. I'm only interested in representing the one who sent me. Holy Spirit, angels, help me now. Help me to see and know and feel and hear clearly what is the guidance for me in this moment. How can I be truly, truly helpful? So that's the opportunity that we're giving ourselves to heal our mind because in that moment, when we turn away from trying to figure it out and we turn to spirit, our own higher Holy Spirit self, to give us that divine direction, we are training our mind to go for the higher choice, go for the more loving choice, go for the direct guidance, and to stop thinking that we're on our own and we have to figure it out. So reminding ourselves of the truly helpful prayer over and over and over again throughout each day, it's it's really, once you learn it, it's not long. It's so easy to learn. You know, in, in the United States, for me, when I was a child growing up, every morning in my class, I stood there, we turned towards the flag, and we pledged allegiance to the flag. 
if I could learn the Pledge of Allegiance as a child, if I could learn the alphabet as a child, I can certainly learn the truly helpful prayer as an adult. It's not challenging. It's not hard. And by the way, if memory is an issue, you might want to sign up for my meditation challenge because the meditation that we do is really healing for memory. And it, it is, um, it actually has been scientifically proven to help reverse memory issues like dementia, Alzheimer's, and things like that. And uh, I've got a whole big, long web page that I made that shows you how to do this particular meditation and the scientific research and so much about this particular meditation. Oh my gosh, it's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk, we're living the love, and we're being truly helpful. <laughs> Don't go away. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. Thank you so much for returning and continuing the adventure, the journey. I uh, ran out of time at the end last time. I was telling you about the really fabulous meditation challenge that I have. You can jump in at any point. You'll get a series of emails if you like. But all the details you can just see on the page. You don't have to sign up for the emails that give you the extra details and insights and invite you to practice with our groups. But um, if you just go to the events page and look for the meditation challenge, you'll find it. Uh, It's really powerful. My dad's been doing it every day for more than a year almost every day, and we've got a group that's been doing it every day for more than a year. So this is a wonderful opportunity to um, work with your mind, and it is profoundly healing. And that's what we're interested in doing as Course Miracle students, working at the level of the mind. And so I encourage you to check it out. Okay. We're talking about truly being truly helpful, the healing power of being truly helpful. When we experience the challenge of the moment that we feel irritated, we feel frustrated, we feel angry, annoyed, these kinds of feelings are all expressions of fear. Of course, worry and doubt and anxiety are also expressions of fear. We can, instead of collapsing into these emotions and then trying to figure out how to make ourselves better or feel better, instead of doing that, we can just move into being truly helpful in the moment. So what would that look like? Let's say I'm standing in line, I'm feeling frustrated because the person at the front of the line seems to be asking a lot of questions and holding up the line. And let's face it, it's their turn, that's their right, but sometimes we get annoyed and frustrated by the simplest things. I I know for me, one of the things I've learned to say when and i've I've mentioned this before, but not in a quite a while that if I'm on the phone with somebody at the bank or the insurance company or whatever, and it's taking a long time uh, and they say, "Can I put you on hold for a couple of minutes? I need to research something and get back to you. I've made it a habit or a policy, you could say out of my being truly helpful to, because that seems like a very stressful job 
to me, it would be a stressful job trying to help people who feel irritated, frustrated, helpless, all of that. And people get very angry and annoyed. And I used to do that all the time. So to be able to say to them, take your time. Even if I feel pressed for time, if I say to them, take your time, and they feel more relaxed, they feel more appreciative, I just can feel, I know that everything is going to go better for me because I am saying, take your time, don't worry about it, have patience, I have patience, let's do it. Let's relax. <laughs> and it, I feel better because I'm being generous, even if I'm pressed for time. What I've come to see is that spirit is going to take care of me. Spirit is organizing everything in my life. My being able to say, take your time, take your time can help that other person to feel better. They, they may go the extra mile to be of service to me because I'm being patient and kind with them. Let me be gentle. Gentleness is another characteristic of the teachers of God. So I'm interested in demonstrating, living, and modeling the characteristics of the teachers of God. First and foremost... So I can experience them fully and completely. And then second, so that the people around me can experience them fully. I think that's a great way to live and it's a great way to go. So the situations that put the squeeze on me are helping me to remember to be truly helpful. They are helping me to remember to go to spirit for assistance rather than to go into the mindset of I'm separate from God. God's not here to help me. I'm on my own. I have to make this happen. If I don't make this happen, I'm going to have problems. I'm going to be in trouble. I don't want to go down that road of thinking. When I'm here only to be truly helpful, then I recognize that when I learn to do a U-turn, when I do the U-turn and go the other way, into patience, kindness, generous of heart, willingness, then everyone is having a healing, not just me. And you add up 10 moments like that in a day day after day after day, and your mind gets healed. This is my secret sauce, if you will, is practicing the willingness through being truly helpful. What I can say is my life is deeply and profoundly fulfilling because I practice being truly helpful. Nothing I've ever done, no success I've had with anything else has brought me as much of a sense of peace, harmony, joy, freedom, wholeness, prosperity than feeling moment by moment, day after day that I am being truly helpful with my life. I do see that the one who sent me is directing me all the time, all the time. I see it and feel it by the topics I'm given to speak about in this very broadcast. I see it by the topics I'm given to do classes on. I see it by the things that I am told to say to a person in a counseling session. Day after day after day, I'm experiencing the healing of my mind because I'm willing to be truly helpful. When we're willing, sincerely willing to be truly helpful, 
then spirit is going to take that access that we're giving and make the most of it. And what that making the most of it means is clearing us as a channel. So clearing the resistance and reluctance, clearing the negative thought patterns. This is what occurs when we commit to being truly helpful. I was saying recently that I do the, well, I, I think I, I was saying this the other day in Sundays with Spirit. Sometimes it all runs together. It's hard to remember where I said what. But in uh, Sundays with Spirit, which is our weekly Sunday service, we do it on Zoom on Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Everybody's welcome. It's totally free. And if you're not registered for it, you do have to register because we send out the Zoom links to people. But anyone can register. It's totally free. And we have wonderful guest speakers. We just had Corinne Zupko. We've had John Monday a couple of times. We've had David Hoffmeister. I'm sure we'll have him again, hopefully soon. We've had Lisa Natoli a couple of times. And... um Alan Cohen, gosh, so many people. And uh, it's wonderful. You can get all the replays. Once you register, you get access to all the replays. So if you go to jenniferhadley.com on the events page, you can sign up there for Sundays with Spirit. And there's also so many resources, including Sundays with Spirit, at livingacourseofmiracles.com. So please check out these websites and uh, all the tons of free things that we have. Also, uh, I'm going to mention that I am doing the November Presenter Series, and I'm excited about that. I'm focusing on forgiveness, and uh, I am also in the Miracle Cafe at the end of the month. That's the UK um wonderful series so at the end of November so November is my focus on family forgiveness month and I'm going all out in November also in November the registration for Masterful Living opens and the waiting list is going to open very soon so stay tuned for that you can just stay tuned to my events page you can sign up for my daily inspiration my daily shot of spiritual espresso and that'll keep you in tune with things as well being truly helpful sometimes it requires a lot of reminders to be truly helpful we forget i i know i used to forget and fall into complaining fall into judging falling into taking offense my old habits that would leave me feeling guilty, feeling unlovable, feeling unworthy. So I used to cycle into that constantly. And being truly helpful, setting that intention to be devoted and disciplined to being truly helpful, putting spirit first in my life helped me to make that decision to go all in for spirit. Going all in for spirit really meant surrendering the need to make my own decisions. It's a big one. Early in the text, Jesus tells us, just say to spirit every morning, or basically say to him, You decide for me. You decide for me. Saying to the infinite spirit, to the Holy Spirit, to the higher self, to Jesus, you decide for me. Again and again throughout the day, beginning the day with you decide for me. I'm putting you in charge of healing my mind. I am willing. Since that's all that's required, I am willing. I hand over my willingness. Now, in uh, chapter 5, section 2, which is entitled The Voice for God, uh, at paragraph 4, Jesus says, You are 
the kingdom of heaven. You are the kingdom of heaven. But if you hear the little noise in the background, that's my puppy Bodhi. She's she's keeping me company here and she's playing with her toys. You are the kingdom of heaven, but you have let the belief in darkness enter your mind, and so you need a new light. The Holy Spirit is the radiance that you must let banish the idea of darkness. His is the glory before which dissociation falls away, and the kingdom of heaven breaks through on its own. Before the separation, you did not need guidance. You knew as well you knew as you will know again, but as you do not know now. So, since we don't know what's best for us, we don't know what will make us happy, but we've deluded ourselves into thinking that we do know. Let's just put that whole thing to the side, say, you decide for me, I'm interested in being truly helpful. Wouldn't it be crazy if we dedicated our life to being truly helpful and spirit didn't support us, that would be insane. It wouldn't make any sense. It's like if you send people out to be your disciple, to be the model for divine discipline and love and patience and kindness and generosity of heart, but you don't support them and they wither and die on the vine then what are you you proclaiming to everybody? There's no point in doing that. So that would be insane. That would be completely contradictory with Spirit's purposes. What I have found is the more I dedicate every aspect of my awareness to being truly helpful, which doesn't mean that I can't take time to play with friends, to play with my puppy, to... Um, make a nice meal or go out for a nice meal when, well, COVID not going out really, but um, watching television, watching a movie. It doesn't mean we can't do these things. And it doesn't mean that people who want to have a cocktail or a cigarette can't have those things. It doesn't mean you can't have sex anymore. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means you're going to live a loving life and demonstrate patience and kindness and generosity. Now, in this same section, so again, it's chapter 5, section 2, which is entitled The Voice for God. Paragraph 10, Jesus says to us, I have assured you that the mind, capital M, the mind that decided for me is also in you and that you can let it change you just as it changed me. This mind is unequivocal because it hears only one voice and answers in only one way. You are the light of the world with me. Rest does not come from sleeping, but from waking. The Holy Spirit is the call to awaken and be glad. The world is very tired because it is the idea of weariness. Our task is the joyous one of waking to the call for God. Everyone will answer the call of the Holy Spirit, or the sonship cannot be as one. What better vocation could there be for any part of the kingdom than to restore? It is the Perfect integration that can make it whole. I'm sorry. What better vocation could there be for any part of the kingdom than to restore it to the perfect integration that can make it whole? Hear only this through the Holy Spirit within you and teach your brothers to listen as I am teaching you. Now, we can say, well, I don't know how to do that. It doesn't matter. All that's required is our willingness. If we are willing, we will be told. 
I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent the one who sent me. I don't have to wonder or worry about what to say or do because the one who sent me will direct me. That's it. You decide for me. You direct me. I am willing. I am willing to listen to the one voice now and forever. That's it. Even as I say it, my whole vibration shifts to a higher vibration. We become more and more attracted to the loving choices because of our aspiration to be truly helpful, to choose joy. There's no joy in thinking it's a dog-eat-dog world. There's no joy in thinking ego thoughts because ego thoughts are 100% based in a system of lack and limitation. Always, 100%, that there's not enough, that I don't have enough, that I have to work hard to get mine, that I'm not loved, I'm not lovable, I have to work to get everything, I have to work so hard. No, that's not how life really is. That is how those of us who are identified with the ego thought system have made it. But that doesn't have to be. We wouldn't experience it that way if we didn't believe it is that way. And that we are victims of this world. And we are not. I am not a victim of the world. I am responsible for what I see. I can't be a victim of what I see when I am the one who's responsible for it. Do you see? So we're either a victim of the world or we're responsible for what we see. And we choose the feelings that we would have. It's either one or the other. So if we collapse into, I'm a victim of the world I see... Nothing really is going to change. The vibration is just going to get darker and lower and will hit bottom this lifetime or maybe the next, hopefully sooner. But if we put the Holy Spirit in charge of our decision making, we don't have to go down that road. We can go the other way. We can rise up in spirit. And what I can tell you is my commitment to being truly helpful. And you don't have to become a minister. You don't have to become a practitioner. You don't have to do any of those things. Just keep saying, I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent the one who sent me. One of the things that I do see with folks in Finding Freedom and Masterful Living is they quickly, not everybody, but a lot of people, they quickly start to shift their mind out of being focused on their pain, their unhappiness, their difficulties, their challenges, and they're, they're shifting into feeling happier, feeling more lovable, feeling that their relationships are shifting and changing in ways that they like and feel good about. And so they're feeling less helpless and more in tune with the infinite. They're enjoying life more in so many ways. For many, they're having healing. They're able to go off antidepressants, always with the doctor's support and they're able to make all these kinds of changes in their life and then what at, at some point they say okay how can I share this how can I be truly helpful and a percentage of those people say I'd like to maybe be a spiritual counselor I'd like to maybe be a prayer practitioner can I volunteer in the prayer ministry. I'd like to pray with people like people have prayed for me. Can I help facilitate the forgiveness program? Can I, how can I get involved? 
And so for me, one of the things that's so important in this Power of Love ministry is to help the people who would like to have a spiritual career as a teacher, as a prayer practitioner, as a spiritual counselor, or even for people who have other kinds of businesses. They're life coaches, and they are therapists, and they're teachers, and even folks who are business people, attorneys, a lot of attorneys. I've worked with a lot of attorneys. And to be able to be more loving and more prosperous in their work. And for people who thought they could never do spiritual counseling, they are profoundly good at it. It is extraordinary. People who thought, oh, someday I'd like to be a spiritual teacher, are now teaching. The someday has arrived because they have made this pledge to be truly helpful because they're interested in that and they're focused on it day in and day out. And some days are better than others. There's no question of that. And everybody can take a day off, but why would I take a day off from being truly helpful? I can be truly helpful talking with my friends, cooking food, having dinner, walking my dog. Uh, I can be truly helpful all the time because being truly helpful is how I hold people in my mind. Do I hold them with love, with clarity, with seeing the Christ in them, or am I judging, complaining, attacking? These are my choices. Oh my goodness, it's almost time for me to finish here. So I'm just going to mention my spiritual counseling training intensive only happens once a year these days. I am doing it online and it starts uh, November 4th. November, no, November 5th. I'm sorry, November 5th. And all the details are jenniferhadley.com. You can book an exploratory call with one of the spiritual counselors if you'd like to find out about it. It's a free call, so they can just answer all your questions about any of our programs. I'm so grateful to be able to bless you and myself. We share the benefits with everyone. We attune to the high vibration of love. And in gratitude, we let it be. Amen. I love you. Mwah.